Okay, well, welcome to Off Topic, where things get off topic. It's a pretty basic premise of conversation. I'm joined with my longtime partner in crime from the Pop Culture Podcast, Daniel Joplin. Hello. So, before this, you tantalized me. Yes, I did. Uh, without warning, it wasn't consensual. I asked, I to- wanted to talk about uh, the Justice the. The Justice DC League universe. Okay. And I'm always a fan of that. We're actually using a Justice League blanket right now uh, on the table. Yes. So, how serendipitous. Yeah. If you want to get up close like you're like about to do adult things to that microphone, feel free to. I'm going to order you a drink. I'm going to buy a lottery ticket. I'm going to throw a party. When does become ASMR? I don't know what sounds they make to like, ah, look, it's like hands cutting, together. Like cutting hair with scissors and stuff. Rachel trims my mustache, and uh, I actually find it very relaxing, unless you're inhaling when she cuts, in which case every stray hair goes up into your nostril. And it tickles in a bad way. Yeah, that'd be awful if it made you sneeze. Cause then- oh, I'm very... The first few times she cut my hair, I was very scared because she has two blades on my lips. Mm. Yeah, it's a very spooky time. Uh, speaking of Rachel... Rachel! DC. Uh, well, hang on. Before this starts, I do want to say this is um, our. I just got back from my honeymoon, yeah. and Daniel gave an impromptu. Sp- he wrote a best man speech, then looked at his phone, said, "Oh, I remember this." Sat it down, and then delivered an impromptu speech that almost made me cry. Yeah, because I forgot like the entire thing. I was so nervous. I was so worried that I like I had emotionally prepared myself for Rachel's vows, and they still messed me up a little uh, bit. They messed me up. She she said the only reason she didn't cry was because she was so dehydrated because in a wedding dress it takes a NASCAR pit crew to pee. Uh-huh. So she didn't drink very much water because she didn't want to have to do that. And so she started to cry, but it just hurt because there was no tears. Uh-huh. And uh, I was prepared for hers. And then I let my guard down, and then you sucker punched me with some ridiculousness. I was like, well, man, we don't talk about emotions. I won't cry. Why'd you turn into Tracy Morgan? Uh-oh, now everybody getting pregnant. That's a maiden call. So, Special guest Tracy Morgan, everybody. Let's hear it for him. Uh, Goodbye, Tracy. Goodbye, Joe. I love your podcast. Uh-oh. This is a podcast that brought to you by the KKK. Oof. Anyway, speaking of uh, controversial topics, the DC movies. Yes. Which, a uh, bit off topic here. Whoa, name drop. Uh, Batman v Superman, the whole statue of Superman that's, like, yeah. weirdly shaped. I have no idea what that shape was supposed to be, like, him having his left arm up in the air. I think it was, like, supposed to be him, like, holding the earth on his shoulders No, there was something. no earth. I know, it was... The, the concept art, however, shows him doing the up-up-and-away stance with a waterfall cape. Oh my god, that, that would have been so much cooler. It would have been amazing. And freaking, they're like... They should just make that an actual well, statue. Well, I think the reason they had the low thing is because they need a guy with a wheelchair to be spray-painting its chest. I think that's Yeah, the, that makes sense. Although, I'm going to be honest, they, you use your legs a lot when you're climbing, so that's still an impressive amount of upper body strength yeah. in that wheelchair, man. And still, they could have just had it be a smaller statue. Here's something I found out, not in the DCU, but in a DC movie. In Superman Returns, James Marston, a.k.a. the guy who's in a lot of bad movies, but is a very attractive and wonderful actor... The character he was playing, who was the deadbeat raising, uh, or he was like the loyal boyfriend raising Superman's son when he, yeah, that was Metallo. What? His, what? His, his character was Metallo. That's 
It was either Metallo or Cyborg Superman from one of the versions. Uh, here, I will. What? I'll look up his character name, and you'll tell me. Uh, Superman Returns. That's... Anyway, I was gonna say like DC because this is coming out after Shazam has come out after Aquaman and. Which Aquaman? I'm gonna be honest. Is still my favorite movie in the franchise. Maybe. Man of Steel. They're battling it out, but one was definitely more of a comic book movie. Yeah, I was uh, saying that. Like, Fuck Kevin Spacey. Oh, he always scares me. Yeah, when he wanted to make his own island, if he yeah. called it Neverland, I swear. Yeah, that was actually. I was talking with uh, our little sister about how villains keep getting Disney villains keep getting movies about how they were secretly good or misunderstood. Captain Hook is the one that I've always wanted to have that. Because there's like the whole theory that he was a lost boy who then wanted to go home and Peter wouldn't let him. And so now he's, like, w- raging war on a... What was that? I was looking at James Marsden's face and hiding from uh, Kevin Spacey's Captain gaze. Captain Hook was a uh, lost boy of Peter yeah. Pan who, you know, tried to... Oh, yeah. He's Have trying you... to free all the other kids. Like, he realized that he had essentially been there for, like, 100 years or so, and his family had died. If you was... wanted to bring up any of this, like, stuff, Rachel is really big into Once Upon a Time, where Captain Hook is, like, the main boy toy of the main character... I mean, Who's the second most attractive blonde from House? Uh, second, of course, to the Australian man. Yeah. Honestly, that was the only one I could remember. In terms uh, of I mean, sexy he, blonde. Oh, he's the only sexy blonde. Olivia Wilde was in it for a while. Yeah, though. and then like her character... She was also in the OC. Uh, yeah, I think... And uh, Chris Pratt was. Yeah, it's kind of like also, the voice of Hercules is uh, the main girl's dad in the OC. You know, the dad who yeah. is financially in debt? He also showed up in an episode of Friends last night Rachel was watching, and it's young him, so he still sounds like Hercules. And <sighs> Rachel, the character on Friends, is desperately trying to pounce on his junk. Right. And he's just like, oh, uh, um, uh, ha, you know, ha, you know, yeah, I'm just, I'm scared of geese. Yeah. I actually watched Hercules the other day with Beck. Oh, without me. Uh, you don't live here. But I, I had to go the distance. You to were, New York for my honeymoon. Yeah, you were in another state. I thought you were going to say Rachel. So. D.C. Yeah, dear mercy. Uh, it's a very optimistic place. Uh, the cast of Batman having been, I forget the actor's name. Which, you know, Bat- Ben Affleck? Not the other one. The new Robert one. Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Uh, he is, I have high hopes for him just because if there's anyone who's going to stick with the franchise, it's going to be the guy who you was know, in Twilight. You know, who was the uh, second runner-up for the role? No. Nicholas Holt, Beast from X-Men First Class. Hmm. I think that would have been an interesting take. I would have loved to see him get really in shape. Controversial opinion. I actually prefer uh, Pattinson. Oh, I think he'll be great for it. Yeah. There's a uh, picture from the War of uh, Jokes and Riddles where someone replaced the Batman jawline and changed the cheekbones and stuff of the character to have... Robert Pattinson's actual jawline from a photo, and they just photoshopped. People couldn't tell the difference. Yeah, I've I have no doubt that he's going to be able to pull off because I've seen like the photoshops and everything. It's but also uh, from if you don't know, there's the whole behind the scenes to the Twilight, and he just riffs on the entire oh, Twilight yeah. franchise yeah, every he time. He was firmly aware, I think, probably post whatever the first was it just called Twilight the first yeah. one. Uh, after that one, I think he realized I am a awkward sex symbol and I'm part of a franchise that I genuinely don't especially like, but it is paying my bills and it might lead me elsewhere. Yeah, and it it has. I think he's playing the character that I think many actors strive towards. Yeah, I think up until recently, though, because in a weird way, Marvel, I think, 
when Marvel's like, hey, we want to make a movie, do you want to be in it? Then they're like, yeah, of course, I'd love to be in a successful movie. Now, especially with what happened to Ben Affleck, I think a lot of actors are scared to be Batman. I know it'd be wrong to say this, but I would totally love to see Owlman played by George Clooney. I just like to see George Clooney come in and play someone. I've said it before, I'll say it again. People are expecting you to struggle with the DC universe. Just bring back, just say there was a time skip, mm-hmm. bring George Clooney in, say nothing about it, and just be like, oh, hey, Bruce, you're looking pretty good. And you're like, oh, thanks. And you just give him basically his suit, sans nipple, and an enormous cod piece, and he just, you don't say anything. You maybe add like some of the textures from the Batman vs. Superman suit. How amazing would it have been if, like, the whole Batman v Superman, like, Batman, use, Batman shouldn't use guns, Batman shouldn't kill people, and then, like, everyone's like, Ben Affleck is Batman, and he takes off as George Clooney. Ben Affleck was never tied to it, he was just paid for silence. It would have been the best, it would have been the best middle finger. So, you're saying, like, if Batman vs Superman, everyone is like, oh, Ben Affleck's Batman is crazy in these trailers, and then they go see the movie, and he takes the cowl off, and it was George Clooney yes. in the entire movie. Yeah, and he George was, Clooney, like, Ben Affleck was told to go to the set and just kind of sit there and eat gummies and just, like, sit Better up. yet, he gets out in the opening of the, uh, cr- d- destroyed Metropolis, he starts running out, gets crushed by a steel beam, and a guy tries to help him, and he's like, he, it's too late, he's dead. Mr. Wayne, you need to move, and it pans up, and it's George Clooney. And for the rest of the movie... He's your Bruce Wayne. The other guy was just some random, really good-looking man. Oh, no. Thomas Wayne Jr. Tell me, do you bleed? You will. That's how he would have delivered it. He was such a smarmy jerk, and that's kind of perfect. She's trying to kill you, dick. I still, as a kid, remember thinking, like, did the writers know his name was dick grayson or were they were just like they knew but they seized that opportunity and you know what kudos to them which controversial opinion once again i do not like the fact they changed his name to rich in the comics i think they changed it to rick not rich i don't care well the guy i think was just he was tired of people calling him dick it might have gone back i it was part of an amnesiac storyline yeah which i'm just gonna say the freaking dc universe needs to get off their whole amnesia shtick for character changes like they did well, that with uh, Starfire and making her like suddenly really awesome and combative from being a ditz. She hit her head and then became super lethal. Was it like a Iron Giant scenario where she just remembered? or uh, It was... Uh, or did like, she... It's like her brain started working different, and so she started oh, acting different. Okay. But like I've said like that would be an amazing TV or comic line where it's like, ditzy Starfire leaves Teen Titans. Like, I need to go free my home planet. They were enslaved. Now I've learned enough how to fight. I'm going to try and go out and make my way into space with Thanagarians and lanterns and stuff like that. I actually, I forgot to bring it up. One of the things that my uh, brother-in-law... I, what does that make him be, like a step-brother-in-law? Like, how does that relate between you and him now? If he's my brother-in-law, is there another point of connection? Is, uh, it's possible he, uh, he just becomes my brother-in-law. Cause... Well, you didn't marry anyone. That's not fair. Go... I mean, he has another sister, but I think she's seen someone. I don't know. It won't, Kids these days, you know, it's like Fortnite. It may be here tomorrow. It may be here nine years from now. It may not be. Who knows? Either way, I'm not a fan. Hey, oh. Anyway, um, no, but I just, he got me a comic book as part of like my, uh, my pre wedding gift. And the comic book, it's drawn by that artist who started off just drawing DC art for fun. He has like a Norwegian name. It's like, I'm just going to. Yeah. And he he's a great art style, by yeah. the way. No, and he, he, wrote, he wrote his own comics, and they were, eh. But then they're like, hey, what if we give you actual writers? Yeah. No, he's better just doing... 
he's like Didn't Zack he do Snyder. Aquaman stuff? Yeah, he. I think he started off doing Aquaman because he had a great treatment for the way the water looked on things, and they're like, yeah. "This is phenomenal. You should do this." And he was like, "Yeah, okay. Yeah, I will. I will be doing the comic books for you." He does a. Great I don't know if he sounds like this. He does a great job with uh, proportions of characters. They seem to be very consistently drawn, and also his Wonder Woman was fantastic. Cause yeah, she like looked burly. buff. Yeah, she looked like uh, Gina Carano from the Fast and Furious franchise. She's yeah. in the Mandalorian now. She's yeah. like a full-on actress now, which is very cool. Yeah. She doesn't have to actually get beat up every day. Also, his uh, Batman was fantastic. Looked great. I've often said, like, any time when they have Batman solo... He looks... They do him right, because he's not the center of attention. Well, yeah, every time they have uh, just a solo Batman, it's like his suit is just all complex and stupid. And then when they have him with a team, he's, like, dope. They this is going like, to sound really weird. I've never noticed the color of your eyes before now. We're staring at each other, like, intently, and I've never noticed your eyes are darker than mine. Huh. Your eyes are, like, like sweet tea. Thank you. I don't like sweet tea. That's I'm like a southern gift. <laughs> the face you made to go with that. Anyway, but the gift you gave me, comic book drawn yeah. by that guy, Darkseid has a total redesign. He looks yeah. cool as hell. Uh, and it's got Azrael... The Jean-Paul Louvre Jacques Cadeau. I don't remember his real name, but it's like Jean something. And uh, it's not the one from the Arkham franchise. Hmm. And he has a hyper-technologically advanced like nano suit and a flaming sword. And it's from the Order of St. Dumas. And it's him, it's Cyborg, it's Starfire, and the Green Lantern, who she was originally like an agoraphobe because she was like attacked and her friend was attacked and she ran. Uh, it was when the... Um, DC Universe, they faced off against the Earth 2 or whatever versions with Owlman and all that, Dear and Lex Luthor. Luther. It, it's a long thing, but basically, she had a whole bunch of trauma and PTSD from like a like really troubled life, and her, her story is actually really cool, because instead of being an ace pilot who was always kind of a cocky, brave guy, she actually was really filled with fear and trauma, and so every time she uses the ring, it's proof of her personal growth, and it's really mm. cool. But they go out, and Starfire's there, and she is very cool in all of that she's she's still got that sweetness that you get from like the teen titans not teen titans go they had that playing a lot in the uh like bowling alley game room area at the lodge me and rachel honeymooned at every time i was so pissed when i saw that i was like you dirty mm. so i would change it to shark week which rachel didn't know shark week was a thing in discovery channel so when i would say hey it's shark week she'd be like uh almost i was like no it's Shark Week on Discovery Channel. I was like, what? Like, a week where they talk about sharks. Oh, I was like, how do you not know that exists? She's like, I'm an outside girl. So are sharks. Sharks are outside girls. Yeah, they are. Which, uh, what's your preferred version of uh, Starfire while we're on the subject? Like, some have done her as My wife. Oh, no. Uh, so, uh, Teen Titans, the TV show from like 2001, did where she was sort of more uh, Japanese, but then oh, yeah. comics have done her as a California surfer type. Hmm. I'm curious as to what your thoughts are if you would go a different direction. Because it seems to be just the sexiest version. I always sort of imagine she was almost like Hawaiian or Puerto Rican. Like, Yeah. I guess it's because she's orange. I just associate it with like a tan. Yeah. Which um, like, weirds me out whenever they draw her like sunbathing. I was like, she, why? She well, doesn't, doesn't she use solar yeah, radiation? Yeah, she absorbs so? it, but still. Yeah, maybe she's just recharging her powers. She's not and it's an like, excuse to show her in Next to Nothing and Let's Be Real Starfire. Dick Grayson was for women what Starfire was for men. Yeah. Like a young, supple hero to look at and like it's just it's it's real weird. That's yeah. the one thing if they ever cast like an, a live action Dick Grayson, 
you know, post Chris O'Donnell and his nipple suit, which again, right, controversial what about the opinion. Titans TV show. I thought okay. they did a good casting. So, the Batman Forever and Batman and Robin actor who played him, I think, was right for the role at the time. I think they gave him a garbage movie to be in, and they put him on weird wires. And I, he, they, you take the nipples out, you reduce the codpiece, and you don't zoom in on his latex booty. And the suit is actually pr- like a good suit, like the one in Batman. It was Which and I do love Batman how, and Robin. It's basically Nightwing's suit. I do love how New Fifty Two was like, yeah, let's steal from that movie in terms of color scheme and design. I just think. I think it worked. I feel like he should have had the classic Nightwing hair where it's sort of flowy and, you know, yeah. wavy. And I mean, granted, in the 90s when that came out, yeah, you had a mullet. mullet. Yeah, no, so that's fine. It's also, 90s also had him where he was like a big burly guy. Like, he looked like Oh, a yeah, no, he guy. looked like Wolverine if he was a bouncer at a gay strip club. Uh, yeah. Um, the Titans one, I don't like Titans because I feel like they're just... The same thing with Doom Patrol. They have some really great talent there and some really cool people, but they know that if they just... It's almost like reality TV, like Jason Todd is like a, he's like a, there's really good chemistry between Jason Todd and uh, Dick Grayson where he's like, he has a new Robin, he lets you drive the Batmobile, he never let me drive the Batmobile. Like, there's a lot of really good stuff there. The actor they got, I think his name was Brendan Thwaites, he's, yeah, it's, he's not American. Oh. He's hiding an accent. Of course, everyone is, apparently. He's in pretty good shape, too. Like, freaking Superman's British. Just imagine, he's like... Oi, governor, I'm ready to save the day. Superman's here. Truth, justice, the American way. Deal with like, it. Uh, what was that? All-Star Superman? What was it? Superman the way, versus the Elite. Idris Elba uh, explained that the Cockney accent, like Cockney, it's if you were, there was a, a church in London or in the UK, and if you were in three blocks of that, then you were in like the bell of that church because you could still hear the bell when it rung. And if you were within that bell, if you could hear it, you were Cockney, so you could be like rich and famous. But if you were outside of it, you could have the accent you could still be rich, but you weren't Cockney. Mm. He explained a lot of weird British slang too. It was on Hot Ones. Uh, I didn't watch that one. It's it's good. He he is spicy, like dealing with the spice, and then he's but he's giving these really wonderful, deep and in depth conversational pieces and like responses, and he tells you so much about his life. Yeah. And, he's, and he is black Superman. He yeah no they had cast him like hey we got Henry Cavill's gone we're just gonna replace him with black superman and we're just gonna say it's another character i'd be I like swear dude so. do it if hobbs and shaw does not have the ice the ice cube song black superman playing in it oh i think it's get this cube. originally the line is like i'm black superman it was originally i'm black james bond but he was like james bond could be black i'm not gonna he refused to say it They're like well then what do you want to say he's like i'm black superman i'm like yeah you are and then it led to this great marketing thing where it's like black superman just met his kryptonite dwayne johnson look out yeah so i it turned out for the better He's so get this. He's a a DJ, a radio host, a musician, like singer and musician, a martial arts fighter who won a tournament, an actor, and a fashion designer. This dude is awesome. It's like what Tom Cruise thinks he is. Oh my god! Like Idris Elba, my only whoever they have him playing, I'm probably gonna be Bronze Tiger in The Suicide Squad, where they Fast and Furious didn't they just put a the? Yeah. Um, but. Oh, I think that's why the air turned on. I think Rebecca came up and turned it on, because now my nipples are rigid. Oh, yeah, she keeps saying to, like, 72, which... She's having hot flashes awfully young. Well, it's not even... She's just, like, she gets real hot, and then... She's hot nature, then y'all. she makes it freezing cold, and then gets under blankets. Cause she, <laughs> like, she wears hoodies and gets under blankets and stuff. Like, take off. No, I like it. It's a I guarantee one. you, when winter hits, she's going to be wearing, like, shorts and t-shirts and be like, well, I just want to wear this right now, and she'll really want to swim. 
And she's like, I had to, it's because when she's outside, she has to wear a whole bunch of like t-shirts and shorts. So when she's inside, she wants to wear the other stuff. She's doing a full fashion lineup. I despise it. Anyway, I just wish that Idris Elba was playing, or Idris Elba, I've heard people say it both ways. Uh, I just wish she was playing um, Jon Stewart because he needs to be the focused leading man. Which I had a pitch for a Green Lantern movie. Essentially, steal Thor 1, where he loses the right to wield the ring for a span of time. He has been Green Lantern for a while. He comes back down. He is like, and he's like, feels himself losing the ring. Like, it's uh, trying to fly off his finger and stuff, and he's like holding on to it. And it, he's panicking. He's not sure what to do. He's not. And as he's sort of talking this out, maybe like you can have it be a Justice League member. Like I'm thinking, uh, like have Batman or Aquaman or so- something. And he's like, and he's like, okay, well, what happened? And he, it, it's him telling the story of how he lost the right to wield the ring, and how he, and that's like the first, like half of the movie, is him explaining it, and they build up like, oh yeah, something's coming this way, hunt me down. And then the last is, like, it's there, and he has to try and figure Wouldn't out Wouldn't it be funnier, it. though, if it was just this guy flying, and then he's falling through clouds slow motion, the camera's looking down on him, he's just, like, that dramatic, like, ah, and like, almost, uh, like, more, like, like, pause, like, you're probably wondering how I got here. Well. Yeah, I, I watched a lot. My of, dad was a pilot. I watched a lot. Now of, uh, I'm Hal Jordan, keeper of the sector of 358459. Ah, I'm the first human to be put in, I don't know why this is the voice of Hal Jordan in my version, but tangent, look out. Uh, Starfire apparently hates the Green Lanterns because they let her planet get taken over. That makes sense. It's because uh, her planet's in Sinestro's jurisdiction. Yikes. And so his jurisdiction is crap. And so she... So he's like the Detroit of space. And the Lanterns didn't do anything about it afterwards. Oh, God. And so, like, well, they they have it now. So when she amasses power throughout the time, eventually she has the power to destroy the Green Lanterns, and they consider her a genuine threat... That's pretty cool, It's actually. not because she's a bad person or because they're bad. It's because they royally screwed her over, and they're not sure whether she's going to hold that back. Yeah. And I... That's why I said it'd be an amazing TV show of Starfire from, I'm a ditz, like, just entering space. And then she essentially becomes Darth Vader with, like, cyborg enhancements and, like, various other people from space, like Star Wars Cantina style. I would watch the crap out of that. Have Thanagarians and stuff joining... Maybe uh, that evil Martian who was in Justice League Doom. Maybe have him join. Yeah, I the forgot race. his name. It's one of those like like Jean Jones. Like it's another like Juju or like double letter. Yeah. Like weird thing where it's almost like my name's Jonathan Jones, but no, you're John Jones. And also, I would have uh, John Stewart back when he was a Violet Lantern. Like after he's given. Oh, Violet! Like the color, not a Violet. Like you mother, I'm gonna Green Lantern you. So Sam Jackson is. Oh my God! I kind of want to. Well, if they had made that in the like early 2000s or 90s Sam Jackson would have been a phenomenally wrong but entertaining Green Lantern oh and then he could have hang out with Ryan Reynolds and then it would have <sighs> just been a hitman's bodyguard in space here's my pitch real quick <laughs> oh, no. for the Green Lantern movie alright Green Lantern is like flying around and it's like an inner monologue like yeah you know I just thought I was going to be a pilot I never thought I'd actually get to see the stars and here I am flying in space how about that not too long ago, I didn't imagine aliens were real, and now I'm the go-to expert for it. I've been away from my home planet for a long time, but I think it's time for me to come back. And he thinks he's the only superhero, even though the DC universe has gone now and happened up to current day. Yeah. So he shows up, and he's like, wow, cool. And then it's just like... Yeah, we already have an alien. It's just like kids are playing with like a Superman and an Aquaman toy. Like, wh- who's that? Is a 
what are you doing? Aren't you surprised? It's like, oh no, someone gets Superman or the Flash. He's like, whoa, I'm, I'm a superhero. You should be, I'm the first guy to come from space. Like, no, you're not. You're just like the guy in Metropolis with the facial hair. He's angry. He will find you. It's like, do you have super strength? Well, no. So you're not even better than the half fish guy. Yeah, just like, like he just he's just like down on his luck. Like it's a guy who thinks he's like I'm. He, like imagine you go away to college, you get in great shape, you get successful, you come back, and you're like, dude, I've achieved so much, and you come back, and everyone you were friends with suddenly ended up better than you, and they have cooler friends. I just love the idea of a Green Lantern like coming out, like, aren't I awesome? It's like you're not really that cool. Like, listen here, you little piece of crap. Yeah, like someone who's Booster Gold. I would totally watch a Booster Gold thing. Well, I feel like with Booster Gold, you sort of expect him to be a douche. This would be sort of a fun twist. I like Booster Gold. He's petty he's not he is douche. petty he should just be like real petty and like hard seven like no booster I gold the day again young nathan Villian, i would have rather see play booster gold yeah he would have nailed being booster gold and then you could have uh alan tudyk be uh blue, blue beetle. beetle i still say tom cruise or james marston are the top two choices i've ever seen for hal jordan because mm-hmm. they could imagine tom cruise like oh my god i'm a superhero that's so cool and then like hey you're not the only one it's like what what do you mean? Like that confused look uh, from like Mission Impossible yeah. Fallout. It's like, it's like you don't know you're in. It's like I don't know what I'm in. I don't know what I'm in. What I, what am I involved with? Yeah. Like but he's good at playing that. He's got some legitimate comedic chops. Yeah. I was uh, thinking it's like Booster Gold would be a great for the Shazam sequel oh, as yeah. almost like the quasi antagonist. You know who would be the perfect Booster Gold though? Who? Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah. He would be phenomenal. I would love it so hard if they got freaking Robert Downey Jr. to play him. If you could put Robert, if Robert Downey Jr. was just like, you know what? I'll be in a DC movie. Uh, yeah, I'm going to see if, if I'm would, talent. Like I someone, would, he gets drunk at a party. I don't even know if he drinks. He probably doesn't anymore. Uh, he's doing yoga at a party. Yeah, gets some, some good chi. Yeah, he gets his chi flowing. He's feeling a little... Opens his chakras. And, uh... But and hang on, just so I can finish the Green Lantern thing. The idea is that he would go and try and save like a plane or something, and then Superman would rescue him, and he'd be like, "Who are you?" And Superman would show up and sort of do like that head nod, like, "Hmm, aren't you cute?" And then it would just be him and Superman, and Superman's trying to bring him up to speed, and then he's like, "But I'm a superhero too." It's like, "Sure you are, pal." And then the rest Everyone's of it just everyone's a superhero. You don't need a cape. Sort of. I learned watching the boys on Amazon. Oh, anytime, uh, don't watch it with Rebecca around. Anytime a, uh, like, anytime Homelander, the sort of Captain America Superman mm-hmm. amalgamation shows up, he's kind of a psychotic douche, but he's one of those psychos that you just can't stop watching. Like, what is this guy going to do next? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some scenes that you're like, oh, my skin. Um, but anytime he shows up, like, he shows up on a battlefield, lasers a bunch of, like, super-powered Al-Qaeda people, and he shows up to the guys like, you can go ahead and just uh, take a smoke break. And he goes to leave, and he looks back, you're the real heroes here. And he just goes in. And then, like, this one guy's getting away, and he looks at him, and they don't cut away. He just lasers the guy in half, and, like, the two halves of his body, like, flop down onto the ground. And the troops are like, oh, my God. This is horrifying. And it really is. Like, at one point, a bomb goes off in a guy's butt, and it's just all over this, like, room. Also, the guy who plays the main character, well... Sort of like the character that you associate with, like he's your entry point into yeah. the world of superheroes that every story kind needs. Of like that one, like FBI agent in uh, Hellboy one. Oh, and like Will Smith was in the first Men in Black. Like it's yeah. that person who they have to explain the world to that person, so then that way the viewer knows it. Yeah. His name is Jack Quaid in real life. He's Dennis Quaid's son. Yeah. He's sipping that Quaidorade. Yeah. 
it's crazy, right? Oh, dude. Because I was writing about I really how I would do a Destiny it. movie, and I was like, this guy would be perfect for this role. I looked it up to get a picture, and I was like, wait, he's related to Dennis Quaid? I thought there were just two Quaids. Yeah, I just, I'd love a sequel to Parent Trap with him as the main guy, but it's like a way more elaborate trap. No, he's the son he didn't know he had, and now he's coming back to the two Lindsay Lohans who are used to being in their place. It's like, I'm Lindsay Lohan, and I'm Lindsay Lohan. Hi, uh, I'm his son. And they're all fighting over who's going to take over the gigantic winery. That seems like a really good romantic comedy that could just be set in. like it's. They can't be a romantic comedy because they're sort of related. This isn't porn. Stepbrother doesn't count. It's still weird. No, not saying like that. Oh, mercy. thank God. No. Dang it, no. No, what if his girlfriend is the attempted stepmom from the first Meredith? one? Yes! Did we just write Parent Trap 2? Yeah. Which, uh, I would go sort of a, this just because it's set at a winery, but I would totally go Destination Wedding sort of writing. But you could, I still haven't got to see that. I need to show it to you. But I'm going to watch it with Rachel, because I get the feeling it's going to be pretty fun. I, I need to introduce her to Keanu Reeves, yeah. that, and uh, um, Always Be My Maybe. I, it would be a good way to get her into John Wick, and then just lead her into John Wick, because she has I to see that. She's seen Always Be My Maybe, hasn't she? No, I watched it without her. Dude. Yeah, I got off work one day and I was like, I got time to kill. I'll watch this yeah. uh, romantic comedy because Both I'm an adult. Both those romantic comedies are good. Also, uh, Game Night, we need to show you that before you leave. I do need to see that. Like, I will gladly show it to you we, before you leave. We were, what were we talking about? We were we were on a topic. Lanterns. And then I went and, back to Lanterns. Yeah, we got about a Superman topic. who cut a guy in half. and Yeah, before. Well, it was, uh, you Superman asked me a helping. question. You asked me a question and I said, well, let me get back to the Green Lantern thing. I completely forgot. Well, I'm sure the people listening to the podcast will be like, you big dumb dumb ba doo yeah, uh, I was gonna say on topic of the boys, there was this uh, thing I was listening, like uh, watching on Reddit. It was like this, essentially, the story of a superhero campaign a guy ran. And essentially, the two heroes supposedly were just a holes and beating up criminals and beating them to death, just willy nilly. Wow. And two players are the villains, and they were just getting, roasted, and they actually broke characters. Be like, stop! Can you just stop? Because they're playing with his corpse like it's tennis. Jeez. Yeah, they're monsters, and it's literally the boys, pretty yeah. much. But then, one of the criminals, the one dies, like, mad scientist dies, then there's one who's just, like, Joe Chill, the random criminal, like, a boss! Yeah. And he put everything into be- looking average and unseen, and what he did is uh, one of the heroes could adapt to any physical injury, and the other one was Superman, okay. essentially. The one with physical injury, they did psychic damage to him, to where his body tried to adapt. Superman didn't get hurt. Psychic guy did because, and his body adapted to physical injury, so he removed a brain. Oh, God. And he became a single cell organism, just keeping basic functions open of breathing, so he became a vegetable. That's horribly dark. Then Superman came over and he was like, right, kill him. And they are hacking into feeds and stuff of like displaying all the footage of the guy killing people. Mm-hmm. And somehow that doesn't manage to get him, so he has to wait to get an actual thing. And he plans this, he essentially sets up a room. Where that Superman comes in and is like ready to kill him. He's like, like you killed my friend and all that. It's like, hold on, before you do anything, like I'm my chair is sitting on a pressure plate. If it changes in any way, I lean to the side, a bomb will go off for every minute, and then another bomb and then another bomb until the city is rubble. If I press this button, it happens. If my heart rate increases, it happens. And but he has like these uh a, like a big oil drum and distance like. That is filled with a toxin. If you drink it, I will disable the mechanism, and you can go on your way. 
The guy doesn't even ask whether toxins can kill him. The player doesn't ask if toxins kill him. He actually tells the DM to shut up whenever he's explaining the scene. He's just an awful person. Then, before he even kills the... Like, and he brings up how there are cameras pointing at him, displaying all this in live. And Superman just goes over and guts the criminal. No bomb goes off. Nothing. And then when he checks the tanker, it's lemonade. It was... And, like, as he's, like, dying there on the table, it's like, Yeah, I know I couldn't kill you, so I killed the city's faith in you. It's like, you're Good a villain God. now. And I was like, that's insane. And then the boys trailer dropped, and I was like... Oh, so I've been writing a superhero story on and off for, like, a year, yeah. roughly. And I was pissed when I saw The Boys, because it was a comic book before it. And it was a graphic novel so far back that Simon Pegg was what the main character was based off of. And Simon <laughs> Pegg plays the American dad to the, like, guy Huey. And so he's like, hey, Huey, what are you talking about, friend? Oh, well, you just got to calm down there, Huey. And he talks like an American guy. You're like, that's so yeah. bizarre. Apparently, Simon Pegg's in uh, that Ready Player One, and he has an American accent that is amazing. Um... But I saw the boys, and I was pissed, because I was like, this is a lot of the stuff I had written down. Like, the idea, because the whole, the thing that happens first off is that, like, the guy's talking with his girlfriend, and then the Flash equivalent runs straight through her and liquefies her, and then, like, she was one foot off of the sidewalk, and he's like, well, you know, she was in the middle of the street, I was trying to stop a robbery, and then Carl Urban shows up, he's like, oi, you know, I looked up all the police records of the day, look at that, not a single robbery, so where was he going? Of course, there's a lot more expletives, but since I like to keep off-topic a bit more, uh, rated PG uh, in in word usage. I won't repeat it. You don't want to go to heck in a handbasket. But my favorite thing he says is he's always like, the things they get up to, diabolical. (laughs) And he's just, but, so I just want a shirt with Carl Urban's face that just says diabolical on it. And then I'll know, everyone else will know, but if they haven't seen it, they won't know. They're just like, that's a weird shirt that says diabolical. The show is very creepy, because the idea is like, the Superman equivalent grew up in a lab, so he never had love. Oh. So he's very disconnected from humanity. Like, they start off, and like... he punches a guy who is a legit criminal up into the air, and then he f- asks these kids, like, can I get a selfie with you? He's like, sure thing, kiddo. The guy falls back down and crushes a car. Like, the body hits the ground, finally. Dear mercy. And, yeah. So it's Hancock, but it's really it's punches. It's if the Hollywood actors that we know instead had superpowers, and that's why they were famous. Oh, like, there are people who started off good. That's people such who, a good premise. The first episode alone, something really, like, it doesn't show it, but is implied horrible happens to a character. And I'm like, is this the rate we're going at? This is dark, and this is the pilot episode. How would you compare it to the show Happy on sci-fi? Um, it's less, like, wacky, whimsical. But it is the same level of darkness. It's got a oh, great tone. It's what the DCU... It's what Titans and everything wishes it could be. Because Titans and Doom Patrol have really good chemistry between characters, cool ideas. It's like, oh, what if Batman did go off the rails and was killing everyone? What if, Is that just a hallucination? Is it real? What? How does Dick Grayson handle the transition to becoming... What are you looking at? Just dog in the corner sniffing everything. Gracie! Also- what are you doing? Also, I didn't realize uh, cats have bells around their neck so they don't catch animal like animals as easily and bring them into the house. Huh. Thanks for ruining the audio, Gracie. Came in, scratched your collar, and left. I'm still pissed because I, we lost a bet on whether or not she would die before Christmas, and she went from being barely able to move or, move or breathe to jumping around like a puppy as soon as we made the bet. Yeah. I'm still not convinced that one of you guys didn't switch her out with a different dog. I mean, I didn't do that. Anyway, 
Um, but yeah, they just, at one point, like, yeah, the Titans is back, boys, yeah! And, like, that's Jason Todd, and he, like, jumps in front of a reporter, like, the Titans are back, ha 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 I'm like, Jason Todd is a prick. I'm glad he got beaten to death. Don't bring him back. Like, they just, they do characters that are supposed to be like, oh, what if they were realistic? I don't want to see a realistic version of that. Yeah. I want, I want to see Dick Grayson doing triple backflips, throwing sticks at people's head, and them coming back like Captain yeah. America's shield, even yeah. though they shouldn't. And Starfire should look like, you know, a weird alien orange chick, not... Look, I'm just going to be honest. The first photos that came out with her, she, she was, looked like a prostitute from the 70s. Yeah. Like, she looked like an extra from... Uh, she looked like a... Deleted- I'm not, not Runaway Bride. What's the, other, the Julia Roberts one where she's a, a hooker that the man hires. Oh, Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Now that's stuck in my head. I was going to say uh, she uh, looked like a prostitute from the movie Anchorman that was cut. Yep, that's a good one. It's just like... It's just really weird costume design. And I'm kind of bummed because the dude they got to play Beast Boy, uh, he was going to pl- He was really trying to be Tim Drake in the DC Universe, like the movies. And he's also the voice of Hero from Big Hero 6. Yeah, I, I just realized... He's really talented. Janina Gavankar would be an amazing Starfire. I always saw her more as a hawk woman. Yeah, either or. I Really, she's nerdy enough to be able to make good references and stuff. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I would say if you are over the age of 18 and have Amazon Prime or access to Amazon Prime, watch The Boys. Uh, I watched it on part of it on an airplane, so the stewardess would just walk by and see violence and horrifying things. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm just watching Amazon. It's, yeah. I'm sorry. So that was awkward, but yeah. yeah. All right, nothing gets you right for a honeymoon like watching a man get cut in half by lasers. I mean... They do a really good, like, because the whole thing is like, God made these people the way they are. And so, like, Homelander goes to, like, a big Jesus convention and everything. And, like, the girl superhero who you actually care about shows up. And she's like, yeah, I went here when I was, they have, like, beauty pageants, but they're superhero pageants. Uh, and so she was, like, a dance mom kid. Uh, and so she had a really rough life. And there's a lot of good twists and layers to it that I don't want to give away on, on why it's really unfair of what happened to her as a child. I, but You already said dance moms. She That's... shows up to this, like, Jesus convention and is like, hey, I remember people being nicer. Like, I, I, I like being around all these people. They're really nice, but they seem to be more, more focused on superheroes. And, like, there's a really good, like, roundabout, roundtable thing where these kids are like, hey, I have a friend who's, like, a Hindu. Should I be friends with her? like, well, Jesus tells us to love our neighbor. And then the guy looks at her like, like, that's not the right PR spin. He's like... But you also don't want her to go to hell, so you should convert her now. And it's, like, really militant about it. And so it shows the good and bad versions of a religion. And then Homelander is there, and he's like, oh, yeah, of course. I'll happily re-baptize everyone here with the whatever plus thing. And Huey's in there on a mission. And so he gets there, and Homelander's just, like, from his perspective, pushing him underwater and holding him longer than he should. And he can't do anything about it. And Homelander's just glaring, like, smiling down at him like a psychopath. And it's really unnerving. It has it has a perfect tone. Frenchie is probably the best character in it because he's such a terrible person, and then you just see such amazing layers. They've already started filming season two. That's right. how well it was reviewed. It's what DC wishes its TV shows were. Yeah, I, Krypton I, is the only show, I think, that doesn't really need to change. That show sounds stressful, which... It's actually not. It's very cathartic. I was watching... Uh, uh, remember uh, Patty Spivitt from The Flash? Yeah. She's Carl Urban's wife. 
Like in real life? No, in the show. Okay, I was gonna say like that's no. a weird. But Carla Rin is fantastic in it. Also, I was just shocked they had that many people who hadn't been in superhero movies or shows before, aside from Patty. Because has Carl Urban not been in a superhero movie? No, he was in Thor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess he was. He he had a shaved head. I was entirely yeah. his personality. So yeah, it yeah. Was he using his natural uh, Kiwi accent in that? Uh, I don't. His New Zealand was, accent. I think he actually had a Southern accent. Was the thing. I know. No, he had a he had a British accent. I'm pretty sure it wasn't it wasn't the same as the like borderline. Cockney I just remember accent. him saying Texas as like where he got the oh, guns from. Oh, I think he just said it that way because like that's how yeah. the people anyway but yeah watch the boys yeah. wait why is the dc universe in a good position just because it's optimistic and it uh, can go there now one they could pretty much do they have a lot of really good actors and a lot of talents heading in the right direction they have good trajectory but primarily they have so low expectations right now if a, imagine if an okay movie came out in the dc universe and you're like that was an okay movie. That came out in the Marvel universe. It would be hated. Like Captain Marvel, if that was a DC movie, you'd be like, "What do you expect? It's DC." Hmm. But it was hated because Marvel people expect better. Fair enough. That's why they're in a great position because they could make something with such low quality that as unacceptable in Marvel, but it'd be already a step in the right direction. And because of they have that low expectation, they can try whatever they want. My final thing, uh, I think the DC Justice League needs to be wildly different from what we've seen in the comics the roster aquaman one woman and shazam are probably the best received characters so far superman is off being the witcher now ben affleck is off worrying about his life i'm just glad he's healthy and happy again that's what's important so i think they just need to focus like let's do a whole bunch of movies with a bunch of different characters let's take risks and give them their own things and then the justice league will just be the best received characters of that universe and we'll just explain away why those people weren't there like bruce's injuries got too bad so he had to retire superman's mm-hmm. off on another planet saving something i mean pattinson you could i would totally have it where ben affleck just returns for a scene where he just gets brutally beaten and they have to reconstruct his face uh, i actually uh, wrote something on the off topic uh website off topic.video.blog uh where i explained how they could do a tie-in between battinson and batfleck it's a two-part uh, article explaining a uh, four-part like movie thing yeah, so. i was gonna say they could do death superman to have superman change but they already did that yeah you i can't I, imagine anyone else in the, the only person i could ever imagine wearing that suit within the next decade would be chris evans because his captain america acted the way that comic book superman does okay if you got uh a younger like like a, a kind of younger ish looking mm-hmm. superman i think you could do it in a way that Superman gets infected with something, something like from uh, the apocalypse world. Yeah, he gets infected with that, and he starts becoming cyborg Superman, and he starts corrupting. It's like we need a diff- we need a Superman to beat a Superman. So they introduce Superboy. They bring in a uh, past version of Superman. Like they go back in time, flash style. They grab a past version of Superman. I would just, if you really want to do it, just say Superman's been missing. We don't know if he's ever coming back, and make it where Lex Luthor shows up. You can even have it where, what, or he grew his own Superboy. Yeah, and that dude just legitimately replaces him. It's like, yeah, my dad may have been, like, a psychopath. And also, it looks like but... they're going to be doing Lex Luthor, but it's like that end credit scene. That was, well, like, that was also for... Zack Snyder shot that, and they're basically like, hey, Zack Snyder did it, well, we're going to avoid it. the performance direction was... Oh, right. yeah, no, he was way he more was on calm, point. He was calm, collected, he was in control of the entire scene, and he wasn't... His voice wasn't quivering the entire time. Yeah, I, I mean, it's... If it... they do that... I'm good. Oh, yeah. No, if he wears... The, he looked great in the suit, too. Yeah. And Deathstroke, Joe Manganiello, again, another blog post about how he literally could be 
a John Wick style franchise for them that could be rated R even. That's yeah. something that Marvel can't do right now. And low budget John Wick style action flicks, they don't cost that much. Mm-hmm. But they can so whenever like Shazam wasn't as expensive and when it did well, it did really well because it didn't cost that much. It was a ton coming back yeah. of Deathstroke was that Joe Manganiello has a huge cult following with like uh the D and D community with Death oh, yeah. Saves and all that. He's like a big dude. Women have loved him since True Blood, where his name was a ridiculous French name. Um, it's like Hervero Sivarax or something. It's it sounds like a disease you'd get from like unprotected sex on a mountain or something. I'm just gonna say it. I if they ever introduce Trigon and stuff to the universe, oh you know what? If they do Dark Side, and I know they probably have someone cast for that, Ron Perlman would be amazing though. I'm oh my just, god, he would be. I was just thinking that because in Teen Titans show, Ron Perlman was Slade. He oh was, yeah, he was. Yeah, and I was rewatching it. I was like. That's freaking Hellboy. That's it's Heckfella. No, Heckfella's. Uh, what's his nuts? What's his name? Uh, Harper. David Harper, I think. Harbor. Harbor. He has a disgusting mustache. Yeah, and he's also very political. But that did give us the Winona face. Yeah, uh, the Winona. Re- I saw the gifts before I saw the context. I was just like, oh, she's making I weird faces. That and because it was from uh, a tweet that was someone was like, "This guy's saying what we're all feeling." Type th- tweet. And I was watching it, and I was like, it's better what's than going the... on with Anona's face? And finally, I kept zooming in on that, and I was like, thank you, Internet. Ah, she's the best. She would be an interesting person. I just remember the first, like, the oldest movie I've ever seen her in was the Dracula one, where Gary Oldman is a horrifying monster, and she walks in on a creature. Oh, hi, Rebecca. Mom and Dad should have started using birth control after you guys. I'm just kidding. We love you. Come say hi. It's a podcast, Becca. We're not, we're not changing oh, she's off to go have a... Uh... Grab the mic, we're chasing after her. No, it's fine. We'll just let the NSA mic her room. We'll just have to do a radio recording of what we think is happening in there. I'm Rebecca. I have to change my clothes again. Uh-oh, the pretty boys won't notice me. Ooh, I sure do like Nick Jonas. Uh, uh here's something. She has a Jonas Brother poster. Oh, God. Why are you she feeding has... that? She got it herself. It was in oh. a magazine. I put a picture of Post Malone's face over Kevin, so it's just like the three, <laughs> two brothers, and then Post Malone's face sticking out. I would out listen his to that. I would listen to that collab. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Especially since like the Jonas Brothers dropped the f bomb now. Like, Whoa, what? Yeah, watch their hot ones. They're dropping. No, f- no also, purity. They wore purity rings on the Jonas Brothers, and now they're using the devil's language. Yeah, and now they're like. One thing, there was a rumor going around that Joe Jonas was the one who left the coffee cup in Game of Thrones. Which I approve, since yeah, he's, he's now married which to they said, Sophie like, Turner. They would have said, like, like, the two brothers were like, dude, I would love you so much if that was the truth. I would just like, take credit for it. I like, would never directly say I did it, but like, oh yeah, also, I, I lost my coffee there cup. there was a truck in one of the scenes. Yeah. Like, in we're, the background. I'm Rebecca. I keep walking in to think that maybe they're done, but and I don't want to say anything. Also, there's a... I took a photo without asking because I'm the worst. Lord I'm of the Rebecca. Rings, uh, Gandalf is, like, swinging a sword, and you can see he has a watch. Oh, oh yeah, he's got to tell what time it is. I, I, he doesn't want to miss his like, flight. Oh, yeah, a wizard's never late or early. But, yeah, he has a watch. Like, that... I love stuff like that where it's like clearly my friend Eric, like the cowboy hat and sunglasses in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean on the boat. Yeah. Stuff anyway, like let's wrap this up. We'll do uh, another one soon. All right. Any final words you want to leave with the two people that will listen to this? <sighs> let's see. Uh, Any suggestions, books, movies, TV shows? Uh, the Thanos book was freaking fantastic. And oh, I, yeah. The... I'm currently reading Aurora Rising, and the drop in quality is noticeable. It's not a bad book. It's just a very noticeable drop of 
they switch perspective a lot. That's, Any TV shows or movies you want to shout out? Uh, I'm currently watching, I'm going back and watching a show, uh, it was like an old 90s anime, that was, hmm. yeah, it's mech fighting, it was like Neon Genesis, and uh, Evangelion, Evangelion. Yeah. I, now that you put me on the spot, I can't say it, I've said exactly. it Exactly, right but there was a scene that I had to pause the video, rewind it, and show it to Sam because I needed someone to share in this feeling. Like, a character's told, hey, you're going to be a mech fighter. He did not want to be a mech fighter. Then, the suit that he's in, the big mech, well, like, the mechs are organic and kind Ew. of evil. They're grown from the monsters. Ew. Yeah, and they're put into the spinal column. And, Weird. But it goes feral, which is a tendency to happen, in which the mech mechanism opens up like a jaw and it just rips in things. It stops holding a gun and starts just ripping things apart. Then, they freaking, like, it goes haywire, like, oh, well, we have to, we'll list that as the next bad guy, and the other three have to go and kill it. And they're like, wait, there's someone else in there. And the main guy doesn't know that's his best friend from school. Sweet Jesus. And on, also, context, they can feel everything the thing feels. Oh, um, The two mech that take it's just him and his best friend. He doesn't know. But he's like, no, that's another kid in there. I can't do it. And, like, the uh, feral mech is, like, choking him, and he's losing oxygen. It's like, like, screw it. Switch to the AI. And he, like, switches that, and it, like, breaks the arms strings it snaps its neck and it starts ripping off its chest and lungs like ripping out organs you see like the whole bunch of organ stuff on the buildings spread out and he's killing this kid alive and then it like grabs the tube that carries the pilot inside mm -hmm. and the kid's like don't do it it just crushes the kid why are you watching this i i for one thing the kid lived yeah it it's like a large shoe and it was like feral but then they cut the power which, smart move on them, the animation has to be really fluid and hard to make, mm -hmm. so they only have a battery life of, like, two minutes after they disconnect, uh, which is a nice way clever. of dealing with it. It's really smart. But, like, holy crap, that sh like, that show... Well, I was just gonna say, Alita Battle Angel is a, uh, a good movie. I watched it on my honeymoon. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Is it good? It's, it's surprisingly good. I just thought I'd watch it because Rachel had said she wanted to watch it, and I was like, eh, it's action, I'll watch it. Yeah. Really good. Dude, they have an F-bomb in it. They're allowed one per PG-13 movie, and they use it. Is it, on a scale of 1 to 10, how good is it? It's like, it, it comes in a moment where she's having a bad time, and then this really annoying guy is just like, uh, she's dead so to it's, rights, it's and then therapeutic. she's like, oh, it's so good. It's, it's, it's delivered a at a time when she turns the tide and like delivers a very crippling blow to someone. Yeah, that, that sounds so just it's, cathartic. It's, it is. It's a great release, and I know people sort of crapped all over the, uh, um, the boyfriend in it, but he's actually not that bad. Hmm. It is weird though seeing characters that have uh, the CG that you have issues with isn't like issues that you would expect. It's just like because the face doesn't really give you any problems. It's yeah. And uh, I looked into the original like stories that it's from. Really messed up and dumb. They ditched a lot of the stupid, weird, edgy things where, like, the animation and all the stuff were, like, uh, they're walking towards you. Like, their proportions are all, like, screwed up and weird because that was the style of animation back then. Ugh. I hate that stuff. It's, I, I'm not trying to watch, you know, um, I just lost it. Gumby yeah. over here, you know? That's weird. Yeah, that's... Yeah, Elite Battle Angel. Check that out. Also, Halo 5 is still really fun to play. Yeah. Just, I started getting back into it. It's pretty fun. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much all I have. All right, let's take our suicide pills. <sighs> Death, here I come. Dude, that, that was my pill. You left yours in the car. <gasps>